This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yeah, buddy, it's hour number three on uh, your home of the Cowboys and World Series champion Texas Rangers 105.3 The Fan. Salute to our presenting sponsors here on Radio Row. We want to uh, shout out our friends at... Low T. That's right. And Best Buy Windows and Siding. We're going to get some uh, NFL content here for you in, uh, well, this entire segment, really. Um, but Arlene with the Super Bowl experience is going to join us and show off some of the new apparel that they have available. I have a question for you on the truckwreck.com fan text, 877-881-1053. What do you expect from the Cowboys next season as far as missing the playoffs, making the playoffs, what round Super Bowl, new poll out? I'll give you the results of that, how Cowboys fans are feeling about this upcoming season, but we want your thoughts on the truckwreck.com fan text. Arlene with the Super Bowl experience joining us here for a few minutes. We've been doing these on the radio row for a, a couple of years now where they come on and, and unveil all the new apparel items that are available on the NFL stores. Isn't that right, Arlene? Absolutely. The NFL shop here at the Super Bowl experience. We have two locations here and also at Caesars Palace. Okay, that is fantastic. And the thing I've noticed about some of these items is – they're they're more designer. They're just I mean they're they're going next level with a lot of their their gear, including this one that Tim's showing off right now on, on the webcam. One of these oversized Super Bowl hats. What else do you have? There's that's new? something for everyone. Absolutely, <laughs> this is a Noggin Boss hats, which are fully customizable. You can get them here. We have the Usher collaboration hat as well. Obviously, he's performing a, a halftime show this week, so beautiful. we want to support him. We have these beautiful, more urban-feeling hats by a very popular designer um, that is available for everyone. That big Stony hat. Stony Clover, yeah. That big hat on Broadus right it's now. Awesome. There we go. Is looking really dang good. And again, here's another one of the Usher collab hats available at the store. Everybody's going to want the Las Vegas gear. And, and that, a, that jacket right there. Favorite. Jackets are outstanding. Yes, really are. this is by where? By Aaron Andrews. So oh, okay. one of the oh. items that sells out very quickly. Beautiful, beautiful jacket. Beautiful quality overall. So for fans that aren't here, they just yes. jump on the website and they can get access to all this? There's limited items on the website. Okay. It's more for the in-person experience. So oh, okay. we encourage anybody in town for the Super Bowl to come and check us out. This Usher jersey the is just... The Usher yeah. jersey, oh. yes. Definitely. we got to show the back as well. So Mitchell and Ness representing. Have you found that the uh, that the lines of clothing have been more with women? We've got a ton of females uh, that love the NFL, they love football. It's nice to finally see them kind of gear clothing towards. Absolutely. I used to remember the terrible jerseys that they'd have to wear Oversized. a man's jerseys to go to a game and stuff. <laughs> Whereas but I think dresses. like yeah, Erin Andrews has done a great job. We interview her for pregame Sweater. shows, and she always talks about her line, and it's great. 
great clothing for women. Absolutely. Here's another one by Stony Clover. They're the same makers of the gray hat. So just beautiful clothing that you could wear at the game and beyond. Yeah, show your pride for football or your team or whatever, but also with really cool, you know, fashion items. Exactly. And, and, and exactly. speaking of that, how about this one? This thing wow. is, this oh, that is, is super right cool. There. Yeah, this is very different. This is a starter jacket. We all grew up with them, know them yes. well. All the flowers on the jacket are actually flowers from every state that the NFL plays in. So oh, cool. uh, the, they had a local artist actually design the jacket, and so it's an ode to every state, again, that the NFL plays in. Yeah, that's, that's, that's perfect right and there. And then you have to see the inside, too. We got to okay. do a little sneak peek because there's no detail left on touched. Oh, you got a sneak peek. The I love those buttons on those old starter <laughs> I, I jackets. I know. We need, a, we need to come back. That's just legendary. <laughs> so here we go. Oh, yes. Ah. Just a very beautiful design. Oh, and what's the ticket on that? If I wanted oh, to take that boy. home to the lady. Do we, we want to share that? Yeah. Uh, sure. This is $290. Yeah, it's so Dallas. So I want some real We're good. That's chump change. Okay. Uh, well, not not really, <laughs> but you know, it, it's a good market to be advertising. So we paid for into. breakfast this morning. Exactly. The modern man suit. This is um, actually our latest collaboration with Boss. So okay. um, a little bit more subdued in colors, all black. So we have a lot of these items available in the store. Very high quality material as well. What happened to Hugo on that part? Right. Just, I I don't Hugo he's, went away. He stayed home. Yeah. <laughs> he's sitting at home. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's just Boss now. A little just more, Boss. A little more on trend. Is there anything else that we need to know about? Uh, I mean, the store itself here at the Super Bowl experience is over 26,000 square feet. So there's, like I said, something for everyone, a lot of customizable options, Build-A-Bear for the kids. So good souvenir if you have the littles at home. Um, we have a lot of memorabilia at Hunt Auction, so a great place to see some of the NFL history there. And obviously the Usher collaboration. Everybody's really looking forward to that. So just a lot to do there. Thank you so much, Arlene. Thank have a great guys. week. Thank of you, Of course. Arlene. Thank you for having me. Arlene with the Super Bowl experience joining us and, and showing off some absolutely beautiful apparel that uh, if you're heading out here, you can get your hands on or maybe on secondary, you know, maybe we can... Uh, you know, find some of these items on eBay. They are that good, and, and, and that's typically what happens with, uh, you know, designer stuff that you can only get here. I think that FOMO is going to kick in, but uh, I would love to take some of that home because, uh, you know, just what Broadus said, the ladies love this kind of gear. They do. Okay, uh, what do you expect for the Cowboys next season? Truckwreck.com fan text is open at 877-881-1053. Miss the playoffs actually got the most votes on this with 34% of Cowboys fans out there believing this team will miss the playoffs. And, you know, I've learned over the years that you can never be too sure about what is about to happen. But in my opinion, that should be much lower, you know, just based on the on the momentum that they have. I think this might be some cynicism based on how the season ended. I mean, three straight Uh, 12-win seasons. I I guess you're losing Biotish. But to me, it's injuries next year that would be the thing that would take you out of the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I think that we're all very optimistic, and the track record speaks for itself. I get last year, I think, was kind of your one outlier year where they didn't get production from their draft class that they typically do. I don't think that's happening two years in a row. So I think they're going to have a successful draft, which should hopefully uh, improve in certain areas, hopefully the offensive line specifically, because this is a draft class that you can go ahead and really help that out, which will in turn improve the running game. And this offense, what they were able to do without having much of a running game, I thought was very impressive. So, yeah, I, I think they're still a playoff team. It's just they'll probably be one and done like they usually are. Okay, we're live at Radio Row. I'm going to get to your text here in two seconds, but uh, Brian might have something we need to hear. Yeah, Mike Zimmer just got done with his uh, interview with, uh, with Mike McCarthy in the front office. He said it went well. 
I have no gut feeling either way what the head coach is feeling one way or another. So we'll see what happens. What the okay. head coach is feeling. Yeah. Because if Mike McCarthy doesn't want him, then yeah, that's that might the, be that, the – There you go. I feel like so Jones is mine. Would you say that they were that's an exclusive – I'd say that's an exclusive, that's an right exclusive. there. Yeah, okay, yeah. Mike, Mike just got done, and like he he was he was no read one way or the yeah, other. Yeah, he felt like it went good, but he just has no gut feeling from what the head coach is feeling one way or another, and you know that's probably going to be one of the things that they're going to look at. You know what Mike McCarthy wants to do. We've kind of talked about uh, maybe that his style might not be in line with what Mike Zimmer does. Uh, you know, maybe that this is where Ron Rivera will step in. Uh, because of just the coaching style, so uh, we'll see how it plays. Well, I'm, I'm, I guess I want it to be Mike Zimmer if we can't have you know something else, something new and and, and fresh. So I, I, I believe that's what I'm, I'm pulling for. Uh, Woolchuck in the last hour detailing some of the success that Mike Zimmer has had against quality running teams. Um, I think he knows what it would take to, to help this defense, and I like the influence that he would have with the front office as far as you know the kind of personnel that he would need to get that job done. Let's check in with the truckwreck.com fan text here. Did Zach already get slapped? Did I miss it? 214. Well, she's kind of ghosting us right now. The, the champion of, of slap boxing was due at 3.30. Woolchuck was going to do his bet payoff live on the air and have this lady hit the hell out of him. Uh, but she is not here yet. We've left the invitation open. We've left her messages and said, hey, you know, things happen. You need us to float the sked. We're going to float the sked for you. And float it. Wild card lost 28%. That's probably what I would vote for, 28%. Although I could see next year the Cowboys winning the division maybe even having the best record in the NFL. We'll have to see how, how the Niners continue, what the Rams do. I don't think, you know, there's a lot of other teams. Philly should be down. I expect the Cowboys to win the division next year. Um, NFC championship loss, 10%. Super Bowl win, 8%. And Super Bowl loss, 6%. Chief, what are you thinking is going to happen next year with the Cowboys? I mean, everything is, you know, up in the air. I wonder if the, the, the one the one year left on you know if, if Dax sort of in the one year left and McCarthy's in the one year left is this a galvanizing thing that's like hey let's go do this or is it if you if you start a little bit slow does it uh, does it just start to snowball on you like every you know we're all going to get cleaned out here anyways uh, so hmm. I, I don't know what the mentality of the team will be uh, but I think it's fair to expect this team to uh, if not win the division, at least be a playoff team. But how can you have more expectations than them winning at most one playoff game? Yeah, I, I think that's fair. You know, right in, until further notice, I can't imagine them beating anything better than the teams they've beat: Detroit, Seattle, Tampa, which were just we're in the playoffs, but we're not necessarily a contender. You know, I, I think that's a fair line to draw, and I hope the Cowboys, you know understand what the challenge is coming up this offseason in order to rectify that you have to be able to run the ball and stop the run and you you feel like unless they really are going to change the way they team build uh they are off one of their what feels like one of their worst drafts yeah so are you getting any help from like are your second year guys really helping you at all yeah um and so how much do you have to overcompensate that with this upcoming rookie class being a bunch of badasses okay some of the highlights from opening night uh, last night our guy walt who's been around this show since 2013 
um, and does some podcasting and, and, and streaming. He went viral uh, because the production uh, group that he was with, the website that he was with, was rolling video as he walked up and down the sidelines. And Niners fans noticed he was wearing a Cowboys polo and started yelling at him, uh, Cowboys suck, and, and he was trolling them back and, <laughs> and told the Niners fans they should be ashamed of themselves. So that was pretty funny to see that on social media. Mahomes said he's not close to being compared to Brady. That was you know, maybe one of the big headlines that, that hit the national well, outlets last night. You don't disagree with him? I would disagree. I would. I don't. I mean, I, I disagree with him saying that. I, I think when you start to talk about the all-time greats to play in this game, the Montanas, the Bradys, the you know the Mannings, he's absolutely in that conversation. Yeah, he's he's at least somewhat close. You know, as yeah. as the quality of his play. You know, I, I think he is always going to be humble with his answers, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. His, so his the, and I always say this: the way that the roster turns over in the National Football League now. The fact that they could take away his wide receivers and, you know, have to do things differently and change coaches. He loses his primary. Uh, the offensive coordinator goes to wash. I know Andy Reid calls the plays, but the turnover that he has to deal with on a, on a yearly basis and the fact that the run that he made, I think to me this is where he put himself in that air. Yeah. When all of a sudden we thought, oh, can this guy win a playoff game going on the road? No, he absolutely can win playoff games on the road, and he very well could win this Super Bowl, too. Yeah, I think it's interesting because Brady started his career leaning on the defense. Hey, I just need to sort of not lose this game, and let me make one or two plays that need to get made, and we can win some titles. And then the uh, you know the, the way that they went about it moving forward after their first couple of championships, then Brady became the reason, you know? And, and Mahomes started out as the reason. And now he's adjusted his play towards, okay, I don't have all these high-flying weapons. I don't have to go out here and score a bunch of, you know, a million points. I, yeah. can, I can understand that, hey, at times I can just punt. You know, it's okay because I can lean on my defense. I know I can, I can lean on my running game or whatever. And, like, his ability to, like you said, Broadus, adjust to what's around yeah. him. And he's done it in the reverse where Brady starts out being the bus driver and then, you know, develops into being the GOAT. And Mahomes sort of stepped on the field and was like, yeah, I'm, I'm GOAT level right now. You can give me a terrible defense and just give me a bunch of weapons, and we'll go out here and do it, and I'll throw for all the yards and all the points. And now it's like, hey, we can lean on our defense. We can score 17 points in Baltimore, and it's cool. Yeah. Uh, and, and he spoke last night about wanting to play as long as he can play. And he's like, obviously, Brady did it, and some other guys have done it, so I'm going to try to strive to see if I can do it as well. So you have a guy like Luka, for instance, who's GOAT talent – you know, in, in basketball, that what can he achieve? We'll see. But he's on record like, yeah, I'm not here to do this for 20. I'm not trying to be LeBron. I'm not going for it in that way. Mahomes is putting putting voice to, yeah, I'd like to. Like, if he can stay healthy and he can make it happen. And we saw just last week in Baltimore when he gets rolled up in a weird way and any quarterback would probably blow their knee out. And then it's like, no, not Mahomes. He's putting that sort of TB12 work in with the way that his body is. So maybe even though he doesn't look like he's got the beer belly, whatever, he might be a guy that can can prolong his career because he's that dialed. Right. Yeah. He's saying, Aware. I don't think I'm quite there because he doesn't have the seven Super Bowls. But, Pat, you're well on your way, No, nah, he's just being yeah. humble. You really, really are. Hey, I there, mean, there's, there's people, even the guys that played in that era with Montana and Rice and that whole group, Bradshaw, they, they acknowledge what this guy is. Well, it's one of those things where this it's like. This guy could have played in any era. Yeah, he really you, could You mentioned a Joe Montana. Yeah. Who, would you, yeah. who do you want? On it for, for a Super Bowl Sunday as your quarterback. You want Montana, you want Mahomes. You Mahomes. want Brady, you want Mahomes. 
To me, I'm going to take Mahomes. I think physically what he's done, and last year he's doing it on one leg. He's gimping around, he's got that ankle injury, and he's still running through the Philadelphia defense on that game-winning drive to set up uh, the ceiling field goal. So to me, what Mahomes is able to do I think is the best we've seen at that position in the history of the sport. Right now, the conversation does have to go to the quality of what you see with your eyes because you can't count, you can't quantitatively say, hey, you're the equal. But I I think it's a much more interesting and better conversation to just look at the quality of the player. You can't tell me John Elway wasn't as good, and you can't tell me Dan Marino wasn't as good, Mm -hmm. Joe Montana. You know, uh, Peyton Manning, you know, I, I think there, there are and, and when you go era to era or situation to situation, I think then it, it just becomes much more subjective. And I don't think there's many opinions that are wrong about that. But I'll sit back and cheer like hell for for Mahomes to, to pass Brady. You know, it, it, it's going to kind of take on a, uh, a Tiger Woods vibe, yeah. chasing Jack or, or LeBron uh, chasing Jordan. For it, sure. it, really, the only thing that stopped Tiger Woods was injury. Hopefully that won't be the case for Patrick yeah. Mahomes. Yeah, Elon uh, chasing him around with a nine iron. Yeah. I think he had to get away. Yeah. You know, that's where it started to go bad. Uh, top the ten. Waffle House went. That's where it started going. <laughs> yes, down. yes. Uh, hey, top, you know, the Waffle House is excellent. I'm trying to just have your back here. I know you're moving around and doing stuff, but you, you, you're giving the folks a lot of crotch shots with your uh, with your Zoom candle. Yeah, I had to stand up and take off shots. my coat. If you want me just to like just sweat. No, I mean the numbers have come up. You know, I mean, the viewership well, numbers have come up. I appreciate that. You know, people I mean, are into this, dude. These people Can you are do a chop next time, though, like a Degeneration or X? Or, you, know, you, know, some... and, you know, it's funny, and I was mindful of that. I was mindful of standing up and doing that because I knew somebody was going to say something. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, when it's that impressive, kidding? you have yeah. to say something. I think you're the the tonnage, sir. Thank you. Okay, uh, it is the G-Bag Nation live on Radio Row. Top 10 at 420 coming up next. Well, Chuck, where are you taking it? That's a great question. I haven't picked my list yet. Let me go ahead and do that right now. Let's go with uh, top 10 players to never win a Super Bowl today, shall we? Who do you think is the best player that's never won the chip? That's next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, G-Bag Nation. Live on Radio Row, we're having a great time. Carrot Top's coming up at 5 o'clock. And uh, the media party is tonight. Did get an email, Wolchuk, and they just had a, uh, an issue where the main guy at the slap boxing deal or the slap knockout deal, yeah. they, uh, they had to change their schedule. But they're going to be back around. Okay. So she, she's going to be here, and, and the world's greatest slap-hitting woman is going to knock the hell out of Wolchuk for a bet payoff before <laughs> so I'm we not, I'm not off the hook. Before we leave. No. <laughs> This is ridiculous, guys. You guys are really messing with me here. Well, this segment is brought to you by Soda, and it's brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact Franklin Frankel for a free consultation, 214 or 817-333-3333. Go online to truckwreck.com. Our presenting sponsors on Radio Row, Salute to... 
Low T Center. Low T. And Best Buy Windows and Siding. Best Buy Windows and Siding. Here he is, Zach with an H, the Wooly Bully. Thank you very much. CBS Sports has the top 10 NFL players never to win a Super Bowl. I'll give you some of those. 877-881-1053. Who are uh, some of the players that you think are the best to never win it? We just got a text in. Calvin Johnson from the Ooh. 903. Oh, that's a perfect segue because Robert Griffin III had Calvin Johnson on his podcast here recently. And he talked about, well, at the end of Calvin's career, he did need the cannabis to be able to sometimes play through games. The big question, though, was Calvin Johnson high during his infamous Cowboys game in which he had damn near 400 yards receiving and, what, three touchdowns? Yeah. Calvin, were you? Did you ever play any games high? Yes, I have. There were some games there in my career, man. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to make it today. <laughs> so I, just, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to make it today. Let me get my mind right. So you obviously had the game. Uh, this was against the Dallas Cowboys in 2013 where you had 329 receiving yards. Were you, uh, you know, d- diving into the, the cannabis or, or was it later, more so 2014, 2015? No, nah, it, was, it was like my last year when I was just like, I was barely hanging on. If you had 329 receiving yards, Getting fried before the game. I mean, everybody going to be getting fried before the game now because the kick out Johnson did it. <laughs> Everyone's going to be doing it, man. It's the Calvin. All right. And I'm sure he's not alone. Uh, I did hear Justin Blackman was one at Oklahoma State that I That's think um, might have played every single one of his college games. Probably pregame Blunsky. Probably, probably with a little crossfade. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm not surprised at all. A, a, a number of the greatest athletes to ever lace them up have been baked. You know? Yes. Yeah. I think this is a uh, a normal occurrence, and I think the NFL has certainly ta- been a little more lax when it comes to uh, the cannabis as well. And we've got a lot of that that's going around here. At Radio Row. I, th- I think some sports lend themselves to you know being able to. You know, take a puff of something before your game and go out there and execute. Football doesn't feel like that sport to me. Hmm. Uh, like, I understand after a game or whatever, or mm-hmm. through the course of the week, the pain management or something like so that. So what if you're a daily smoker and you wake up on game day and your game's at 7 o'clock? you just not smoking that day? No, that's a different deal. I, I think as long – I'm talking about, like, sort of a – like, you're legitimately you, – you, you just hit it before you're running out onto the field kind of deal. Like, yeah. I think in baseball, I think in basketball, you could do that and get away with it and still be able to perform. Uh, and I'm speaking from no experience. I'm just guessing from the, the sport and the way it's played, like a contact sport. Yeah. Like, s- smoking weed and then go going and tackling people or something doesn't feel like – yeah. You know, this, it doesn't feel like a good marriage there. I would I don't also know. think you well, just kind of sweat it out so quickly, the THC, to like how long are you able to really stay high throughout the game. Yeah, it's such true. a different era. Like in the 70s, they used to take uh, amphetamines. Yeah. They would take the uppers and things like that. My the uncle played for the, yeah, my uncle played 18 years for the 49ers. And uh, he they talked about that they used to have the pills in a, like you would walk by to go get your socks or a towel or whatever, and they'd have the pills in a, a container there, and you could just like grab a couple, and but that's what that's it's a different era where I think the the smoking aspect of of you know was probably after games more so than to kind of come down after yeah you know the the amphetamines that you use to uh, 
to playing games. But Calvin Johnson was a beast. He was. Cannabis he or no, I, I, I think he has a very strong argument to be the number one receiver you should take of all time. Man, uh, he was an absolute freak of nature. I mean, I remember his, his combine. He absolutely tore that up. And, and he went to a school in Georgia Tech, didn't even throw the football at Well, time. yeah, it's too, you know, you think about the greatest receivers ever to play in the game. And, and you know, a couple of these guys went to Georgia Tech and they ran an option offense. Yeah, him, Demarius Thomas, Demarius rest in Thomas, peace. Yeah, it was crazy that that they developed the type of receivers that they did. It Crazy. The talent that they had. But there are a lot of really good receivers that have not won Super Bowls. We got a lot of texts in for Randy Moss. Of course, he was very close with the 07 Patriots. Warren Moon, Dan Marino, Tony Romo, <laughs> Danny White getting some love here on the text. Tyron 877 Yep. How about Zach Martin as well? Uh, certainly there's some Cowboys that you could name there. Uh, a Des Bryant, a Jason Witten if you want. Some of the honorable mentions that we have, Chris Carter, who we just had Coach Billick on earlier. Man, that 98 team. I'll never forget Chris Carter. Were you there in Philly when he was around? No, I wasn't in Philly. I was in Green Bay when he was a he was oh, one of those guys like gosh. the man of God. You know, he was a very, like, religious, talked about being religious and all that. He'd catch a ball, and he got just blasted into our sidelines, and he popped up. And he starts just MFing everybody on the bench. <laughs> and one of our guys goes, oh, man of God. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's awesome. Oh, man of he God. He turns around, you know, and he's like, you know, God bless me to play this game and all that. And he, and he, gets, I mean, he gets whacked man. into our bench. And, and he, I mean, literally, he just immediately popping up and F-bombing everybody on that bench. He's got a channel as Phil Rivers in that moment. And yeah. And some dad gummits Dang and gummit. stuff, you know. He did. He did. Gosh, he, there was it. no dad. We were all, and like I said, somebody goes, ooh, man of God. That's great. <laughs> he just started dying laughing on the sideline. Friend of the show, Brian Erlacher, made yeah. the honorable mention. Champ Bailey, what an outstanding oh, career Champ he had. Bailey, yeah. Dude, one of the most amazing plays I'll ever remember, I think it was a playoff game, when Champ we, Bailey intercepts oh. the ball and he's running down the sideline versus the Patriots and Ben Watson, the oh, tight end, yes. comes. And it's like a ninety. It's going to be like a 99-yard interception yeah. return for a touchdown. And right before he crosses the goal line, Ben Watson, the tight end, just came screaming across with the angle and uh, and, and hit him. And I, it might have been a touchback situation where it was Patriots ball again, but that's that's one of my Hustle. favorite plays ever. That's amazing. Joe Thomas, of course, longtime Cleveland Brown. Played a lot of years. How about Bruce Matthews? My gosh. Uh, Bruce Matthews certainly listed Adrian Peterson. J.J. Watt, Eric Dickerson, and Fran Tarkenton. Finish up your honorable mentions on the outside looking in. Eric, what team did Fran Tarkenton play for? Minnesota Vikings. Can you name the other team he played for? Ooh, I, I can't. That's unfair. Can't. No. New York Giants. Damn, the New York Man, I was surprised about the flex. Vikings. I was going to flex my football guy, and then all of a sudden there was a, there was a second part you to know that. What? I don't think there's a lot of people that would know that, that was unfair by their team, I felt. So, okay, all right. Yeah. Well, I, had to, I had to rally because you he did. quickly named the Minnesota what are you Vikings. watchdogging on Fran Tarkenton over there, dude. <laughs> yeah. you stop it. Just stop it. I Can't was, wait to see your tweets about that one. Golly. I was watchdogging. Oh, my co host didn't know Fran Tarkenton played with the Giants. I totally watchdogged this. Number 10 is Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, oh, dude, dude, amazing. I mean, you mentioned Calvin. You know, Larry Larry was also – that Super Bowl, that run that he took the Cardinals on, I think that's the greatest postseason I've ever seen from a receiver. He was unbelievable, and he played so well in that Super Bowl. He almost won it for him. Uh, unfortunately, you had that San Antonio home. has been Roethlisberger connection. Maybe one of the greatest Super Bowls ever played. Really was. Oh, the James Harrison Harris play. It was crazy how that thing there went back There were so and many amazing ga- plays in that game. Yeah. LaDainian Tomlinson, TCU zone, comes in at number nine. Oh. Tony Gonzalez at number eight, best player not to win a Super Bowl. Oh. The late, great Junior Seau at number seven. Seau. 
And I believe he uh, he was close with the 07 Patriots and also made it in 94 with the Chargers, but then they got shellacked by the Niners. Walchuk, with your Larry Fitzgerald take there in the playoffs, in those four games he had 30 catches, 546 yards, uh, seven touchdowns. Oh, my goodness. So he averaged 136.5 yards per game throughout those playoffs mm. and basically almost two touchdowns a game. It was crazy what he did. Like I, he, he was on fire. I've never seen a wide receiver say, all right, I'm putting the team on my back. We're going to the championship. Did Palomalu chase him down? In the Super Bowl on that play, did he actually score? He scored. When he, he split scored. the defense yeah, he on the quick slant, yeah, he yeah. scored. But he, he scored also made a tackle on a play, too. There was an interception. I so it was he, James, he He tried to. Adrian Wilson got in the damn way on the sideline. He tried to like okay. run through the sideline to go get him. James Harrison ended up scoring on the What's play. What's the famous story about him? No, the famous stat is that he's he got more, more tackles, tackles in his career than drops. Than drops. Yeah. drops. There you go. Chris, shout out to Chris Arnold for that. Oh, That's yeah, a we, legendary we got to dig that one back up. Number six is Alan Page. Tell us a little bit about Alan Page, Brian. Part of the Purple People Eaters there. Him and Jim Marshall uh, with the old uh, Gary Larson in the 70s. Man, they used to they, – you, they, they played in an era where you like club guys. That, like the lady that's going to slug you in the head, they did this all the time. Every like single Jones snap. Style. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jim Deacon Marshall. Jones, yeah, they, the, the Purple People Eaters for the Vikings. Tough. The best Larry Fitzgerald story I got is C.A. talking with his dad, who's a pretty famous writer. He's football. from Minneapolis. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 And uh, New York Super Bowl – we're all running around well CA sees his buddy and they end up chatting for probably 45 minutes and we're about ready to go and we're like where's CA well we go get CA and as he turns to leave to run to get to us on the bus he stumbled slightly and runs into this other media member who was walking towards the entry there and actually went into his knees that's and, crazy. And the gentleman's down like ah I think he tore his ACL actually. Wow. And um and, and, yeah, so Chris joined us on the bus, and this gentleman's, like, grabbing his knee in pain as we're walking away saying, sorry. Drunken CA no, stumbling in the I think he had a great uh, connection with Dennis Green as well. We mentioned yeah. Dennis Green earlier. Top five players never win a Super Bowl. Anthony Munoz, longtime Bengal. Number four is Bruce Smith. Number three, which got texted in a lot, was Randy Moss. Hmm. Two would be Barry Sanders. But number one, Dan Marino. There's your top ten. All right, thank you, Wolchuk. It is the G-Back Nation live on Radio Row, and we're back with more after these messages here on The Fan. Well, thank you, Lucius. Okay, I had a futures bet open on the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl. That has not come true. I got to get right. (laughs) I got to leave Vegas uh, with something in my wallet. And joining us now, a couple of gentlemen that can talk about those opportunities, Caesar Sportsbook Vice President of Trading, Craig Mucklow. Good afternoon to you, sir. Good afternoon. And Assistant Director of Trading, Adam Pullen, good afternoon to you. Same to you all. Thanks for having us. Well, thanks for having us in Vegas. This yeah. is uh, this is cool. Wish I could have gave you some better weather. Well, you know, uh, we're going to be inside a lot. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're, we're okay with that. But, you know, I think a lot of the folks are out there are wondering, if I want to get some action going, what's the best way to do this? And, and what's the hottest, hottest bet going right now in, in uh, Caesar Sportsbook? The one we don't want the most is a Kelsey anytime touchdown scorer right now. There's more wages on Kelsey to score any time than there are on 49ers, Moneyline, and spread tickets put together. Wow. That's, yeah. the, that's the Taylor Swift factor. And the Travis Kelsey factor. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's, a, he's a magnet for he, the end zone. He's, he's yeah. pretty good at what he does. I know Sunday, every time that ball goes towards Kelsey in the end zone, we'll be like, please no. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to say, we were looking at Travis Kelsey numbers, and you guys are the experts here, but I was thinking, I mean, if you look at the history of his playoff resume, the over and catches, yards, and the anytime touchdown seem like a pretty nice parlay. 
Yeah, and that's that's the thing now. You can same game parlay these selections, so you can wager Kelsey anytime touchdown scorer over his receiving yards, uh, over passing attempts if you wanted. Yeah, to. there you because go. There'll be a, they'll, they'll be a prop play of some description where we're expecting the trick play, and that's one of the things we always try and offer. So, are you guys able to even really enjoy the game, or are you just <laughs> sitting there stressed out the entire time that something insane is going to happen? Well, as far as enjoying the game, I always like to say that the only part of the game I really see is the fourth quarter because. Once the game starts, obviously we have prop bets on basically every play. Tracking so, everything. Yes, you're grading bets, you're settling bets so people can reinvest into the live betting if they want. So, really, we don't see very much of the Super Bowl. Like I said, I, fourth quarter I can finally rest. And, oh, let's see what, how the game's going. So, mm. it, it's a busy day, and it just doesn't, it doesn't stop once the game kicks. But, look, as, as far as, you know, we're veterans of the industry, you know, whatever happens, happens. You know, you, you have to have some sort of, you know, ability to just let it go. Look, we've done our job. We've booked the game properly. And what happens, happens. We don't play, we don't catch the ball, we don't throw the ball, we don't, you know, shoot the basket. So, you know, we have sound bookmaking standards that we follow. And if sometimes they go with, you know, go for you, sometimes the results go against you. What kind of the models and stuff do you have, though? Is there, is there things, is it, is it, and I don't want to make it sound like the stock market, but they always <laughs> talk about the models and stuff like that. Is there, is there certain things that you put out and you say, okay, this is our model and do we always stick with the model, or do we have to adjust it as we go along during the week? It's a good indicator. So when we, we had our look-ahead lines up, so before the championship games, you could have wagered on the 49ers versus uh, the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And we had a line of minus three to 49ers based on our numbers, based on what we'd seen. So it's probably 90% math, 10% opinion, and we'll get together between the group of us. It's... The model is always can, the model can only tell you what you put into the model. If you look at some of the box scores, the 49ers beat the Packers in a monsoon. That affects everything. Now, thankfully, we're indoors, even though we've got football weather this week. We're in a dome stadium, so weather's out of the factor. The Chiefs beat the Dolphins uh, in, when it was freezing. It was mi- minus degrees. So those things always have an impact as well. But you tend to, as your power ratings get stronger and stronger through the year, the number gets stronger and stronger. And this is, in all fairness, this is the easiest game to book. When you guys, and I come from a, a scouting world, uh, you know, and, and so we used to go into rooms and argue about players. Mm. Do you guys ever go into a room <laughs> and, like, MF each other about something? This was a stupid and, problem. And, but, Why but, did we put but, this but, on but here? You argue to you want to hurt each other, but when you walk out of the room, it's all there. You just leave it in the room. Well, look, this industry lends itself to conversation and different opinions. I'm sure all of you around the table Absolutely. have had numerous different opinions, and, you know, you talk it out. But obviously we do the same thing. You know, you might have, you know, Craig might make a game four. I might make it pick. And somebody else might make the other side, you know, two. So you just have to come together, and, but that's part of it. There's no animosity. There's no nobody's right. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a, a group effort. So, yeah, we're, more opinions the better in my, in, from my perspective. You know, as long as they're quality opinions and you have the experience to back it up in the in the methodology. We're talking with the sportsbook guys here from Caesars. It's VP of Trading Craig Mucklow and Assistant Director of Trading Adam Pullen here with you on the fan. Yeah, the thing about it was we would have guys that like like I remember my boss would know which scouts had good opinions and which scouts were not very good, and you always <laughs> knew that when he would go, okay, like thank you very much, and they'd move on to the next opinion. You know, so. That's what I was kind of wondered. Is there, is there a guy or a gal in the organization that you kind of like go, okay, well, thank you very much. We're going we're gonna to move yeah. on to the next opinion. Th- that, that would be me. Um, <laughs> uh, Monday night when we started the process of pricing up all the props and going through it, Adam has all the traders at his house. Sure. I stay independent. Uh, and then I'm looking at the bets. I can see the bets come through. And I saw one of the bets come through. I'm like, 
So I started doing the maths myself. I'm, so I'm phoning them and texting them saying, this is wrong, like, yeah. you've got this wrong. And then they basically said, this is why you're not at the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, look, everybody starts from a respect. When I came here, I came here in 1990. I never sure. made lines, so it's mm -hmm. something sure. that's, you know, you just get better at. Some people have a knack for it, some people don't. But yeah, usually the people that we call on to make numbers on, on things, you know, are people we respect. So we have a lot of smart people in our office. It's not just a two-man show that you see sure. sitting here. Do you, did you guys think you made a mistake on making the Chiefs underdogs the last three games, or, or how does that all reconcile to where we are right now? No, I mean, that's, I think that's what the power rating said. I mean, look, they, they went on the road to Buffalo. No, you know, of course, I think the Bills are going to be favored. You can't judge the result by how the line is. A lot of people always like to say, oh, Vegas, you know, you hit the line right mm -hmm. on the head. But we're not, you know, we're not right. We're wrong a majority of the time. But, no, it, the Bills deserve to be favored. The Ravens deserve to be favored. They bet the – you know, we needed the Chiefs. So, yeah. you know, look, uh, that storyline that, you know, you know, especially now, how are you going to bet against Patrick Mahomes? You can't yeah. bet against Patrick Mahomes. The Mahomes-Purdy match, the big banner we see here, that's that's the matchup. You have a quarterback who's done it, who's been there, showed everybody, no, now I can win on the road. You know, he's proven it against an unproven quarterback, so that's going to resonate with a lot of people. They know Mahomes. They know how he's going to perform in the big games. Brock Purdy, not that he's the whole San Francisco 49ers team. They have a great team. You know, that's an advantage. I think a lot of it resonates with a lot of people like, hey, if I'm going to put my money on. I'm putting it on Patrick Mahomes. Can you, oh, sorry, sir. Yeah, no, so when we opened the line, so our look ahead line was minus three. Obviously, after the games on Sunday and the championship games, we opened two. And because everybody re just saw what Kansas City did to Baltimore on the road. And then the 49ers, how they struggled to overcome the Lions, whether that was the 49ers playing poorly or the Lions gifting them the game. We saw nothing but Kansas City money the minute we opened the line and it was flooded. We got it all the way down to minus one. Then we saw a million dollar wager on the 49ers money line. We saw a half a million dollar wager on the 49ers. So we back up to two. So some, it's not quite stock trading, but it is. You, you, you're moving a line here right. and there to try and get at least minimize liability. You'll never have both sides win, that's for sure. What do you guys do with the idea that we talk about a lot, which is that, that some quarterbacks are clutch or there's a playoff factor? Like, we're watching the Cowboys lose for whatever reason. We're thinking, do they just not have it in the big moments? Do you guys quantify that in any way? You can't quantify it as much, but it is there in the back of your mind, especially when you're getting to the big playoff games. We have more leeway and more room to move what our number wants to be. So we will have... And, it, and the one thing that does help is if we've got people that really follow those teams... In, you know, they might be a fan of the team. We take the fandom out. It's like the job, the job gets rid of that. But at least then they can tell you the history of they know how they play and what they've done. So whatever the Cowboys did five, six years ago doesn't impact what they do this year in the playoffs. They're completely different teams. But it's in the back of your mind. Yeah. How much of it is the, uh, the creativity factor with these prop bets? Like you guys just sitting there and at, at all hours of the day, you just have a new idea in mind and boom. Is it, is it that simple? You're just getting creative and throwing crap out there and like, sure, yeah. let's run with it. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the prop betting, you know, it's, it's grown so much over the years. It started Super Bowl twenty with Refrigerator Perry. You know, Caesars Palace was the first to put a line on Willie score a touchdown. And it's grown year after year after year. But the interesting thing is, you know, almost 40 years later, you think we'd have it all figured out. We don't. The game changes, the circumstances changes, the matchup influences what kind of props we're going to do. So we're always looking to do more. We want to make that fan experience who comes here to Las Vegas or who's, or who's betting in any of our other jurisdictions where Caesar Sportsbook operates. We want to make it fun. Super Bowl is a fun event. You don't have to bet a lot of money. You don't have to know if Travis Kelsey is the only player you know because of Taylor Swift, that's fine. You can still plunk down $5 to win $100 on a bet. You don't have to be the most knowledgeable football fan. It's fun. It's a national holiday. And, you know, 
we're looking to expand more and more, and we'll be doing more props you know, up to the day of the game. If we have any good ideas, there's always something that pops in people's heads. There's always something to link the game to. We do a lot of cross-sport props, like link something that's going to happen in the football game to a college basketball game or a soccer match or a cricket match. I mean, we've, run, we've really done, run the gamut of, of what we can do, but there's still more to do. It's been 40 years, and we still haven't figured it all out. How crazy was the MVP for the league this year for the NFL, and then the Heisman Trophy. Mm-hmm. That seemed like every week you guys were having to, maybe even daily, having mm-hmm. to adjust where that where those odds fell. Yeah, the, the, the NFL MVP, McCaffrey and Purdy were by far the worst results. I mean, very, very bad. Uh, all the customers wanted it. They were big odds. And every week they performed. Right. The only problem we could see was maybe they split votes near the end of the year. Mm. But then uh, the game on Christmas Day pretty much put that to bed with Lamar Jackson winning it. So we, we got lucky in a way because we, we ended up, well, he hasn't won it yet, but sure. we're in a good position. The Heisman was the exact opposite. So our Louisiana customers always heavily bet because college football's king in that town. Uh, heavily bet uh, Daniels, the quarterback. And then he had a couple of games where maybe he ran up the score, ran up the stats, but it was recency in people's memory when it comes to voting for the Heisman and how he performed. And that was one for the customers, not one for us. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us here on your home of the Cowboys, and, and best of luck with Kelsey not scoring. Please. Yeah. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. all the help we or can get. best of uh, not luck. Yeah. <laughs> you got it there. Caesar Sportsbook, VP of Trading, Craig Mucklow, and Assistant Director of Trading, Adam Pullen. Thank you so much for joining us there and, and sitting in on the A number one air hot seat. Okay, two hours to go here in the G-Bag Nation. We're coming back with Carrot Top, talking uh, sports and life with the uh, famous comedian next right here on Radio Row. It's the G-Bag Nation a fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.